Last night, if you're a smoker, your smokes just got more expensive, up by $2 uh, per carton. And that's because of the uh, latest Ontario budget. Yep, they tabled a balanced budget. But a lot of people are now criticizing that budget for several reasons. The Ontario provincial budget misses an opportunity to introduce the most effective measures to address Ontario's booming contraband tobacco trade. According to the uh, National Coalition Against Contraband Tobacco, Gary Grant is the national spokesperson and he joins us on the line. Gary, thanks for being here. My pleasure, Kelly. So how did they miss the um, opportunity to introduce the most effective measures to address our contraband situation right now? Well, I think what they miss is the opportunity to take a strong stand against contraband tobacco. Uh, Right now, statistics indicate that one in three cigarettes that are purchased in in Ontario already are contraband cigarettes. And uh, when you do something like increase taxes, you're just going to drive more people to the contraband market. So if you're going to uh, take a step uh, like, you know, increasing taxes, you should also take make countermeasures by trying to eliminate the contraband problem or else you're just going to feed more people into that area. And the the gold standard of doing that is increased enforcement. The, uh, you know, the province did take some steps doing some things the other day, like licensing certain materials and whatnot. But they're really missing the boat when they just don't take a look across the imaginary border in Quebec. And Quebec introduced uh, Bill 59 and a a government program called Access Tobacco that uh, funds contraband investigations. And since 2009, for a province that had the same uh, 30% rate as us, they've reduced their contraband by 50% in Quebec. So we've been talking to the government for five and six years now just saying, why don't you do best practices? You know, do what you want about the legal market. That's their business. But why why are you feeding and making organized crime, you know, clap their hands and, and uh, howl with glee because the market's coming to them? Do we know how much criminals are profiting off of the uh, government's high sin taxes? Well, of course, there's, there's, there's no way of measuring totally. But, I mean, there, the estimates have been that there's about a $1 billion tax loss in Ontario both provincial and federal taxes. $1.1 billion was the last figure I was given in lost revenue. But of course, more as much as that, revenue is the fact that organized crime is in our communities. These organizations, and there's 175 of them, according to the RCMP across Canada, are also uh, dealing in guns and drugs and even some human smuggling. And they're targeting young people, which destroys all the uh, undermining our tobacco control efforts, particularly with kids. We're getting a whole generation of teen smokers that can get a baggie of uh, 200 cigarettes for the cost of a movie ticket. So. Really, you know, if if we don't take some real strong action against contraband instead of small incremental measures, we're, we're losing the battle. Are the wind government then so focused on the idea of their goal to have the lowest smoking rates in Canada uh, and the fact that they can back it up with their own numbers about how, you know, uh, people aren't purchasing tobacco at least legally the same way? Are they, are they so focused on that that they're missing the boat as far as uh, the fact that smoking isn't really decreasing? They're just moving on to different places like the contraband cigarettes. I agree with that totally. I mean, I, ta- I, I participate in a lot of talk shows across the province and the people that call into me, uh, they blame the tax rates and they, they say that's why they're smoking contraband. So I can only see contraband rates growing up, which is bad for the neighborhood and uh, that, that we all live in. But, you know, as money is well, this access to back program uh, that funds 
uh, contraband investigations in Quebec. Mm-hmm. It allows police officers to get involved, uh, and uh, they've 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 gained a yield at a return of 180 million dollars. Uh, in 2015 and 2016, according to their statistics in Quebec, whereas the, the provincial government's boasting about collecting $38 million in penalties since 2008, only a fifth of what Quebec uh, collected in a year. So they want to stop smoking and they want to stop the bleeding in, uh, in the budget. Uh, they should take a look at best practices, which is in Quebec. So what you're saying is we should be throwing, uh, or not, like uh, providing the authorities with the cash to actually set up a task force they could go after these uh, contraband. Well, that's uh, right. You know, the, the all our, our, I know as a career police officer, and I'm still pretty cl- closely connected, that uh, there's a lot of human resource issues. There's a lot of financial issues with police budgets and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So the Access Tobacco Program, which funds contraband investigation, it increases the number of police interventions. It implements surveillance. It adopts, uh, improves information sharing between police services. As I said, it resulted in an increase of 180 million in revenues, and of course, uh, cut down the contraband rate by 50 percent. If I can just give you an example, in 2016, there was a team in the the Quebec Provincial Police. They had an investigation, uh, and the investigation led to arrest of 59 individuals and the seizure, of, among other things, of more than 80,500 kilograms of loose tobacco. That's the equivalent of more than 80 million cigarettes. Wow. Seven vehicles and more than $2 million in cash. And this is something that's funded by the uh, Quebec government, but it's also uh, you know, re- re- reaping uh, more than it. They're being put into it by this $180 million figure. And I'm just concerned that the provincial government does not want to take meaningful action against contraband because this is going to be the knee-jerk reaction to things like tax increases. So uh, in closing, what would you like to see uh, happen in the future moving forward? Say we don't end up with a liberal government. How should the next government uh, approach this? Well, I'd like to see them to continue on some of the measures that uh, uh, the provincial government has to date. There's an Ontario task force. Uh, They're looking to legislate some of the materials that go into making cigarettes. There's some seizures and and things like that. But really, just take a look at the best practice right across Quebec. Speak to your colleagues in Quebec and find out how you can uh, reduce contraband by 50%. And uh, Do you roll back the taxes on smokes? Oh, I would never suggest that. You know, that's not my issue. My issue is organized crime in a community, contraband cigarettes being sold to, to people and young people starting to smoke. My background is as a cop and mm-hmm. not, a, not, a, not a, a financial person. And I just But I think that's why people are, are buying the contraband cigarettes, right? Because it's, it's just too expensive now and they can see a cheaper route. They don't want to break the law. They just feel like they're being, you know, forced into it, I guess. Well, it's... I don't know if anyone's forced to smoke, but the bottom line not is... Not forced to smoke, uh, but these are addicts. They're going to smoke. They're going to, you know, they want to have smoke, cheap smokes. They're going to go contraband. Yeah. Appreciate the call. I, I really, uh, I, you know, I hope that things turn around with this because it's obviously a massive problem. I don't think people understand. One in three cigarettes purchased in Ontario, contraband. That's a huge number. I appreciate you joining us, Gary. My pleasure.